she just oh. nailed it, you know. She goes, Franco, Mel- yeah, Giorgio Melardi. <laughs> and I remember just looking at her and just being like, thumbs up. I yeah. gave her a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> I said thank you to her, you know. Well, this is my moment. You're listening to A Coffee with Two Degrees. I'm Josh Henderson, your host and interviewer as always. A reminder for those of you on social media to like and share the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And for YouTubers, don't forget to subscribe to the channel as well. You can also shout a coffee for our guests by signing up as a coffee grad at the podcast's Patreon page today. We now find ourselves at the last episode with the always lovely Franco Milati Jr. After completing his studies in the early part of this year, our chat about the uni experience dives into the outcomes and ambitions of a young graduate who is lucky enough to have a graduation ceremony amidst the pandemic. You studied throughout the whole year through COVID. Probably not the ideal last year. How did you find the feeling of like going up on stage and graduating earlier this year? Massive, man, massive. Like, um, yeah, it's sort of going back to your last question, you know, what were some of my goals as well? And I, I just, now that you mentioned graduation, I, I just realised like, a lot of the time I was picturing my mum watching me get up on stage. Like that's, mm-hmm. that was one of my main drives. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, like getting a bachelor degree, a double bachelor degree at all. But for my family, it was, like I said, no one had gone to uni. Oh, right. No one. Had, not a single so person. no one in your family had ever gone no, to uni? No, no one. I think, yeah. I, think my, I mean, my cousin Renee, she, she ended up becoming a teacher. So yeah. she did, but immediate family you know like mum dad my nah uncles grandparents nothing oh jeez just my cousin so yeah it was like this this thing you know it was this moment for my mum my dad that's cool especially because I didn't do too well in in school and Mm. at one point I was you know I did have a conversation about VCAL it was just a conversation and you know my dad didn't really understand university or what 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 even I was like, what it was all about. What was I doing? He, he didn't know, but it was massive. It was massive to do it. Massive for, for my mum. What kind of feelings were going through your head? I mean, stepping up on the stage, if you can remember. Well, obviously I was nervous. <laughs> I don't blame him. I was also, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I was the most nervous about if I was the one person that fell over and tripped on yeah. the way up. Yeah, it's, it's true. I think I was just like a little puppy, like a little golden retriever, just saying thank you to everyone. <laughs> just saying thank you for like the, the lady that was pronouncing the names. Man, she was gone, man. She she should be promoted. I don't know how or where she's going to be promoted, to, but she should be promoted, man. She was pronouncing those names killer. Oh, 100%. You know, she, I, like, I couldn't believe the long ones as well. Oh, yeah. Just every nationality. She just oh. nailed it, you know. She goes, Franco, Mel- yeah, Giorgio Melardi. <laughs> and I remember just looking at her and just being like, thumbs up. I gave yeah. her a thumbs up. <laughs> and I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> I said thank you to her, you know. Well, this is my moment. You know, but, um, <laughs> even then, I was just like, relationships. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, just a little puppy. A little golden retriever is the best way to explain it. So, yeah, with graduation out the way then, mm-hmm. um, Maybe in your final year, did you have an idea of a career or a job that you wanted or some maybe even something lined up? 
I think because I had the idea to go traveling and postpone my course, I didn't have time to think about that. You know, there was a period where I thought I should be doing more, more internships Mm -hmm. and more experience. And that's another regret that I have is not going the extra mile to get, you know, even if it's paid free work, like just anything in the industry and just learn. So that's another regret. I, I definitely wish I did more, more from that angle. Um, but because of that COVID situation and I had my mindset on traveling, I did, I didn't facilitate the whole looking for jobs application mm-hmm. thing, getting your resume sorted, getting a folio sorted. I just never did that. Um, and I sort of fell into my current job. Did you go from, you know, what I'm going to say, long-term planning of like all the travel and all that, maybe it was a quick transition from that planning to maybe short-term planning. Okay. What am I going to be doing? next month or the next three months instead? Yeah, I mean, there was a conversation uh, about, you know, because no one knew what COVID was doing at the time. There was a conversation about, you know, like uh, are we going to be able to travel by the end of the year? Do I defer? Uh, I decided to keep going. And then it got to the point where I was putting together a little folio to begin looking for work. And I thought about the placemaking space. So that was probably the big one. And then possibly like a seed investment firm or something like that or a, or a um, startup incubator of some sort. Um, so I, I probably would have started looking in those places. So what was yeah. it about? I mean, you, I mean, you, you only slightly touched on the placemaking. We didn't even talk about it during your course, but what was it about placemaking that was something that was of, of interest to you? A lot of my final year was soaked up with placemaking. A lot of my final projects. It's probably the projects I immersed myself in with the most. The work itself is research into development, into concepts, into ideas, and then into building. And so you, you're not you're not just a a specialized person in one specialized. It's it's the whole thing. And I guess what I loved about it was it was concerning people, mm-hmm. and it was concerning place. And it was concerning people and place and how that made lives better for the environment. And I thought, well, I am a people person. I love places. Sounds, that sounds about right for you. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's probably something I'll still get into after this job uh, that I'm currently in. Um, but that was probably it, man. That was probably the main one, those sorts of jobs. I don't know how well they pay and stuff, but, you know, like if I could go to work and love my day-to-day work, bring in some money and, mm-hmm. and do my, you know, little renovating projects on the side, then my God, what else do you want from life? <laughs> no, you exactly. Know? Exactly. You know, you're currently in a full-time job, correct? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about, I guess, what the role is. How did you go about finding it? And then, I don't know, maybe, maybe like, you know, is it, <laughs> was it where you expected to be? Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I always thought about stripping, <laughs> um, <laughs> fair enough <laughs> no i people are gonna hate me for saying this but once again it is for me it was who i knew and i just want to say again the who you know and what you know is the same thing you got to do both hard work on both ends of them and they end up helping each other out so like i said during my entrepreneurship courses I was in a, a group with our now good friend Todd. Um, so he's a mature age student and he was working full time 
at this at the place that I'm working at now. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And he was moving, he was moving to another job with EY, and uh, his current position was the sort of marketing manager at uh, a national laboratory company, toxicology company. He sort of put my name forward, and I went in, did one interview, and pretty much got the job. So he was casual at the time, and I took the job and saw that there was more opportunity. It wasn't just marketing. It was this, 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 whatever this is, this whole thing needs a shake up big time. It needs to be rebranded. The resources need to be reallocated. There needs to be a new website. There needs to be a document management system. All the documents need to be reorganized and list just goes on and on. And then within one month, my boss was asking me to go full time Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, four days of 20 hours, you know? So I made the job my own in that regard. I'm lucky that I get to manage design and marketing together. Um, It's probably not the smartest way to go about it, but considering from a corporate level, they're a smallish company. There's only 50 or so people in the business, but um, there's about 250 people working on the ground level doing collections and science, like laboratory work and stuff like that. So from that small business perspective, I can do both of those things together. Um, and they're very COVID like orientated. There's a, each laboratory sort of has a microbiology section where they do COVID testing and things like that. I've diverted, diverged a little bit there, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I landed into this job because of Todd. Hmm. Todd was someone that I had been in two or three subjects with. In each subject, I was in, in his group and I covered for him quite a bit. I probably shouldn't have said that, but um, I think, I mean, I mean, I obviously proved to him that I was a good enough candidate to put forward to his boss. I mean, it says, it says everything about like with uni, there's, there's also the networking side of things, right? Yeah. Networking sounds like this scary thing that you have to go and uh, introduce yourself to people and whatever. It's not, it's not, it's just like be a good, genuine person who's interested in other people at all times. Give yourself respect by giving respect to other people actually want to listen to them because humans are just humans and at the end of the day there is something you have in common but you can help each other out oh, definitely and when you have that man it just things happen to you you know it's a, it's an elixir for so many things and um man if i didn't do so hard like if i didn't try so hard to make not only the group projects work with todd but just me having Todd as a good mate, it just wouldn't have happened. You have that long-term idea of placemaking or something, you know, along the lines of your own business. So where do you see yourself in like 2025 and beyond? I just, I don't like sitting in an office on my laptop. If anything, I can comfortably say it is the bane of my existence. I hate it. But I'm in in marketing (laughs) and it's just like, it's a big laugh that's what it is but man what an what an opportunity to work with covid what an opportunity to be so resourceful to to a business be so needed and wanted to a business and the pay's great and i'm working for it i really can't complain it was handed to me but i need Mm -hmm. i need people that i can collaborate off work with where we all have an equal share what makes the difference here I want place. I want to be in an environment where my day-to-day can be different. 
I can be in all these different spots day to day. I don't know what the hell that looks like, man, but I'm going to find it. Mm-hmm. I know I will. And by then, hopefully, I'm, I'm you know, doing my thing. I'm renovating and I don't know. Look, like looking back on your, on your own experience. Um, and we talked about, you know, things you missed out on, things you wanted to do as well. And also the advice you were also giving, like, you know, be a people person, interact with others. What other advice would you give to someone who's thinking about entering or maybe just entering uni? It's a great opportunity to test yourself and become someone different. Um, Just the exposure of new people and a new way of living is enough to spark that. And I I think it's really important for young people to do that because if you stay in your bubble, you'll, you'll become a different person, not your best self, and that's for sure. You need to be uncomfortable through life. You definitely do. And if you're thinking about it, think about it from a place of what do I sort of know I like doing and base the course off that. What do I like to do? You have to want or you you have to sort of romanticise the idea of what you could be if you did this course. Where could you fall into? It's a whole big mystery, man. The whole thing's a mystery. You know, sometimes you can get into a course like, say, paramedics where you know exactly what you're going to do after. And even in that, there's some sort of mysterious angles that you can find yourself in. But it doesn't always tell you what you're going to be as a person. One thing that does happen is you just change. Three, four, five years, you're just going to change regardless. My advice is to people that are in uni at the moment, just do more. Find your people and never stop hunting for a place where you feel comfortable within within all of it, whether it's clubs, sport, all the extracurricular stuff, tutors. So just just keep hunting. And in, and in a certain perspective, you, you also have to just let it do its own thing too. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast, if anything. Thank you, um, Josh. It has been a, quite the pleasure to learn more, especially about the early days and then later on as well. You've been amazing. What can I say? Thank you so much, man. Hopefully we can get one later on. Absolute (laughs) honour. Seriously. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of the episode and the journey with Franco. Once again, a big thank you to you, Franco, for coming onto the podcast and sharing your experience through uni. Um, There will 100% guaranteed there will be a coffee or possibly a vino, depending on the time of our uh, next catch-up big thank you also to our listeners i hope if anything you found his journey interesting or as interesting as i did um for me the big takeaway from it all was the his ability to build relationships throughout the course um you know i i definitely witnessed it firsthand and i think for sure over the long term those connections that he's he's made um opened up so many opportunities for him and uh, you know i for one can't wait to see where it leads him next course that brings us to the end of the episode uh, if you enjoyed it make sure to leave a comment uh, you can find a coffee with two degrees on facebook instagram and linkedin if you're on youtube uh, you can also leave a comment there uh, subscribe to the channel like the video um, and don't forget to share it um, don't forget you can also uh, shout our guests a coffee by donating on patreon and becoming a coffee grad uh, the podcast will be back in two weeks 
uh, with a new guest to talk about their experience at university. So uh, until then, stay safe. And I will see you at the next episode with a new guest right here on A Coffee with Two Degrees.